This episode of Madcap was brought to you by Anchor.fm. Want to start a podcast about cheese or 1920s gangsters? Don't know where to start? Anchor is a great place to get started with your own podcast ideas. They make it super easy to record, create, and rearrange your audios as you like. And once you're done perfecting your show, they'll send it to as many different listening platforms as they can. Plus, it's totally free. Check out Anchor.fm and see what they can do to boost your podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, my lovelies? What's up, listeners? What's up, goblins? What's up, nerds? What's up, my worldly weirdos? You know what time it is. It's time to Mad Gab. What's up, my little delightful eldritch horrors? Still trying to take over the world as we know it? It's time for your favorite Friday fiasco, Mad Gab, here on your preferred streaming platform. As you well know, this show is sliced up into three little nerdy pieces of news for you to have with an awesome sandwich or salad you just made. And you get a little random fact for dessert at the end. With that said, let's get into it. Among Us All, another amazing and new game that has hit the steam train by storm. Among Us is a hilarious sci-fi space game about friendships, trust, and complete and utter betrayal. Created by Inner Sloth, the same creator of the Henry Stickman collection, has been having a wonderful year despite everything, apparently, and this game is a hoot to play. A fun multiplayer game where you, the crewmates of an intergalactic space mission, have been tasked with keeping the ship top shape in order to return home. But watch out, there are parasitic imposters aboard who would rather sabotage your mission than let you live. You can have up to 10 players per game, and each crewmate is tasked with various things in order to keep the ship running. However, like I said, the imposters want you dead and don't want you to make it home. So, their goal is to kill everyone on board on the ship without getting caught. After a body of a crewmate has been discovered, however, there will be a meeting held to debate and discuss who the imposters are. Each round of discussion can end in one of three ways. You all skip your vote or tie, leaving no one to be kicked out of the ship, or you come to a decision about the right or wrong people, leaving you with a dead crewmate or imposter out of the way. With its very early 2000s animation, flash game style, and the fun, unpredictable gameplay, Among Us is certainly a game worth taking a look at. Among Us was created by Innersloth and is available on PC, Android, iOS, and PS4. If you guys haven't already seen the new craze that's sweeping the nation, Among Us is definitely a very funny game. It has been played by many, many, many a Twitch streamer and uh, regular YouTube streamers. And I highly recommend if you don't have the means to go and purchase it, go and watch some of those videos. I've been watching Slimesicle. He's really funny. He gets incredibly mad at the fact that he's never picked as the imposter, which I think is very funny. Uh, but if yeah, if you have not already seen the gameplay, go out and check it out for yourself because it is definitely one of those games that is worth taking a look at. Oh, that little shop of horrors. Back on that spooky countdown to All Hallows Eve, here's another great and classic movie you can binge watch during the next couple of months. Originally a musical written by Charles B. Griffith, music by Alan Menken, and lyrics by Howard Ashman, Little Shop of Horrors is a unique and memorable experience. The show was adapted for the silver screen not long after its stage debut in 1960. 
However, the version I will be discussing and recommending today will be the 1986 version directed by the brilliant Frank Oz. Little Shop of Horrors is about the poor unfortunate Seymour, played by Rick Moranis, who works in a little flower shop down on Skid Row, the rough, tough, and run-down street of New York City. When his boss, Mr. Mushnick, decides it's best to close the shop for good, his colleague and crush, Audrey, suggests they display the strange and unusual plant that Seymour has been taking care of. The plant, affectionately dubbed Audrey II, is a little carnivorous plant of unknown origin, and their favorite meal of all is, guess what, human blood. As the shop becomes more successful and gains tons of fame, Audrey too becomes a fast-growing, smack-talking, insatiable beast of a plant that wants more blood and more meat. Eventually, Audrey too gets out of control, and it's up to our awkward and plucky protagonist Seymour to fix his mistakes. Starring even more brilliant work from Steve Martin, Ellen Green, and Vincent Gardinia, this is an incredible movie, and if you ever get the chance to see it on stage, please do. I think, and, and this is my own opinion, the best part of this entire dark comedy musical is Audrey 2. Most of the budget went into building these incredibly articulate puppets for the practical effects of the film. It took about 21 skilled puppeteers to operate one of the larger versions of the puppet in the movie. And in fact, my dad knew one of the original operators for the original stage show. Uh, his name is Martin P. Robinson. But that's a story for another day. But I do highly recommend watching Little Shop of Horrors as part of your Halloween movie countdown. I know I will. If y'all have never seen Little Shop of Horrors, please go check it out. It is definitely uh, not your average horror film, but there is definitely a lot of good practical effects. Like I said, a lot of their budget went into uh, the sets, the set design, but also the puppet that is part of the practical effects of this particular movie. It is incredibly articulate for the time. It is impressive as all hell will get out. And it is definitely, it's got catchy tunes. It's got catchy songs. Steve Martin's in it, like I said. He's a brilliant actor and just a very funny dude in general. But also Rick Moranis is in it and he plays the main character. He's also a very good actor and he really brings this uh, character Seymour to life he really brings a new kind of edge to this character but like I said great music great story uh, it is a dark comedy and there is some death in it so you know it is a horror movie but not your standard horror movie please go check it out if you can the shivering truth will make you question your insanity while I was scouring the internet for Halloween-y related topics to talk about this week, I came across a very shocking series. The Shivering Truth, an Adult Swim original series that is definitely not for the faint of heart or easily nauseated. It is another one of those anthology series that is a stop-motion animation, like Coraline or Paranorman, another movie that I promise I will talk about later this month. I cannot express enough how difficult it is to explain this series or where to even begin. Each episode is a twisted and tangled theory and story of insanity, some more subtle than others, with plenty of body horror, impeccable audio storytelling, and visuals that will leave you more confused than with answers. This is a short series worth sitting down and watching, though it can be a bit mentally taxing, so I suggest maybe one or two episodes at a time, not the whole two seasons altogether. It was created by Vernon Chapman in 2018, 
and only consists of two seasons that are available to watch on adultswim.com. I... This, uh, like I said, this is a very hard thing to describe. It is a very difficult thing to, like I said, try to describe. It is messed up. It is incredibly messed up to watch. It It's definitely going to take you for a mental trip down creepy horror lane. And it's definitely not for the faint of heart. The first episode will throw you through through more loops than you will ever be able to count. And you might not come back from it, uh, honestly. So be forewarned if you do go and seek out The Shivering Truth. It is strange, bizarre, incredibly disturbing, and very well done for stop-motion animation. So I will give it that. Uh, but yeah, be forewarned if you go and watch it. Random fact of the day. Yes, we are winding down here at the end of the show, but... Did you know that jack-o'-lanterns actually have a very interesting mythos? According to an old Irish lore, there was a man named Stingy Jack who used to trick the devil so well that the devil had to promise not to take his soul when Jack died. Eventually, when Jack did pass away, God didn't want him and the devil couldn't take him. So, the devil gave him a single burning coal to light his way. Jack then put that coal into a carved-out turnip the actual first version of a jack-o'-lantern. Thanks again so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Mad Gab. If you have any suggestions about stuff you want to hear about on the show, leave us a message on the Mad Gab Facebook page or send us an email at madgabpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys again, and stay tuned next week for some more nerdy nonsense. Stay weird, everyone. If you like the show and want updates on future episodes slash content, please check out the Mad Gab Facebook page link in the description and give us a like or a follow. Thanks again for tuning in.